BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Of course, the NBA draft went down like a week ago and 58 players got picked, but there were tons of talented guys that went undrafted. I wanted to look at some of their post-draft signings as teams looked Uh, to fill out their two-way slots and summer league rosters. Of course, summer league starts in Vegas July 7th next week with a nice run in Sin City. How about Legend Suns hooking up with the Lakers? Sharif O'Neal agreed to play in the summer league with the Lakers. Of course, Shaq's dad was a legendary Laker. And then how about Vanderbilt guard Scottie Pippen Jr.? He agreed to a two-way NBA contract with the Lakers. They also, remember, drafted Max Christie out of Michigan State at number 35. They weren't done, though. They signed Q-sharpshooter Cole Swider to a two-way deal. And Wisconsin Badger Vito Brown also signed with the Lakers for the Summer League. The Knicks hooked up with Gene Montero, who played for Overtime Elite. Colin Gillespie won a national championship with Villanova and helped uh, that team to two Final Fours. He signed a two-way deal with the Nuggets. And how about the son of former Bulls legend Ron Harper? As his kid, Ron Harper Jr., signed a two-way deal with the Raptors. I loved his game at Rutgers. I balled with uh, Harper Jr. before, believe it or not. Uh, when he was in high school playing at Don Bosco, the kid had a wide body then, big ass, big hips. Turned it into a great career in the Big Ten. Now trying to make it in the NBA. Uh, I think the guy can flat out ball. That's all there is to it. The Pistons uh, obviously uh, hooked up with Buddy Bayheim, the ACC's leading scorer last year. A two-way contract there. He led the ACC in scoring uh, at 6'6". Can fill it up. I love watching this. Pistons team, what they're doing. They had an incredible draft. They got Ivy. They also added uh, Charlie Moore of the Miami Canes to their summer league roster. The Heat hooked up with undrafted guard Jamarie Bouye, who is going to play summer league with them. And St. Bonnie guard Jalen Attaway has agreed to a summer league deal with the Heat as well. And Texas Tech's Bryson Williams uh, will be there as well. This guy can flat out play. Know that. The Warriors hooked up with Memphis guard Lester Quinones. uh, A two-way deal with the Dubs. The Rockets are signing Northwest Missouri State guard Trevor Hudgens to a two-way deal. He's a two-time Division II Player of the Year. 
The Sixers signed Julian Champagne to a two-way deal. Of course, he played at St. John's. Undrafted free agent Amino Muhammad of Georgetown reached an agreement on a Exhibit 10 deal with the Sixers as well. G League ignites Michael Foster Jr. A free agent deal as well with Philadelphia. The Pelicans hooked up with NC State's Deron Sebron, a two-way NBA deal. The Kings hooked up with Alabama's Keon Ellis, a two-way deal. And they also got forward Jariah Horn out of Tulsa. On top of that, Jai Smith of Overtime Elite is going to play Summer League for the Kings at the Cali Classic. Marquette's Justin Lewis agreed to a two-way deal with the Bulls. The Nets signed Wake Forest Alanis Williams to a two-way deal. The Grizzlies hooked up with Louisiana Tech's Kenny Lofton Jr., a two-way deal. Minnesota got Duke's Theo John to play in the Summer League for him. Plus, free agent big man David McCormack out of Kansas has reached a Summer League training camp deal with the T-Wolves as well. Atlanta signed Tyson Etienne, a 6'2 guard out of Wichita State to an Exhibit 10 contract. Plus, Baylor's James Akinjo will play Summer League with the Hawks. 6'1 point guard was an All-American this past season and awarded first-team All-Conference honors in consecutive seasons for the Bears. Dallas got undrafted free agent big man Marcus Bingham out of Michigan State to an Exhibit 10 deal. The Clippers signed Loyola guard Lucas Williamson to an Exhibit 10 deal. Portland snagged guard Josh Gray, and he's going to play there. He's a vet. How about your boy Johnny Juzang from UCLA? A two-way deal with the Jazz in the books. They also picked up the big man out of Illinois, Kofi Coburn. Marquette's Daryl Morsell also agreed to a deal with Utah. He was one of the best D guys in college basketball this year. Uh, He's a banger, does it all. Mississippi State's Iverson Molinar of Panama cut a deal with the Bucks, And San Antonio got St. Joe's wing and New Jersey native Jordan Hall to play summer league for him. They also signed overtime elite forward Dominic Barlow to a two-way deal. This guy's 19, averaged 16.7 boards per game last season. Now, how about this one? Russell Westbrook, your boy Brody, he's going to remain under contract with the Lakers after picking up his $47.1 million player option for next season. Can you imagine that they got to pay that dude $47 million for the way he's played? Honestly, he was broke ass last year for the Lakers. I mean, for the most part, he was awful, right? L.A. could still move Westbrook in a trade or a buyout going into the season, but buyout? Are you kidding me? $47 million? They're not going to do that, and nobody's going to want to pay that money to Westbrook at his age and what they've seen him in terms of productivity last year. He's declining. He's falling off. He's going down the other side of the mountain. He made 78 starts in his first year with the Lakers, averaging 18.5 points, 7.4 boards, and 7.1 dimes. 
at the end of the day, those numbers aren't that bad for most guys. For him, they're bad because he always averaged more than that and played at a higher level than that. I mean, he had two seasons where he averaged a triple-double. He's 33 now, and you have to wonder if it's ever going to get any better because it isn't going to get any better. Speaking of bad deals, how about after a buyout with the Rockets, John Wall is going to sign a free agent deal with the Clippers. He was due to make $47.4 million, if you can even fathom that, after exercising the player option for the final year of his deal. He agreed to take $6.5 million less to become a free agent. That's like a, a taxpayer mid-level exemption. And he could receive one. He's uh, able to, you know, uh, negotiate a deal with the Clippers, which he will do. The guy never played for the Rockets. They, you know, brought in Kevin Porter Jr. and, and Jalen Green to the mix and let them ball out. And Wall wasn't in their plans. He was making $44 million to sit in street clothes. It was embarrassing. He averaged 20.6 points, 6.9 assists in 40 games to the Rockets in 2021. And he could still ball, there's no doubt. He was coming back from heel and Achilles problems. I mean, he tore his Achilles. He was on the bench a few times, but a lot of the time he was in Miami training on his own. So, yeah, the Clippers need a playmaker on a team that thinks they can win a championship. They got Kawhi Leonard coming back. Uh, He tore his ACL in his right knee. Reggie Jackson averaged 16 points. He was their starting point guard last season, the Clippers. And then uh, they went 42-40. and And we're eliminated in a play-in game in the playoffs, if you want to call it that. I got to be honest. I got to see it happen to believe it. I got to see John Wall play every night and see how long that lasts. You know, before he's injured again and before he's on the sideline for, you know, 20, 30, 40 games. I mean, the guy, he's another one that you just can't count on every night. I mean, these guys play three, four nights a week. And at some stretch of it, you know he's not going to be in the lineup. So he becomes more of a liability. He's the same thing as Kyrie Irving, except he gets injured. Irving just doesn't show up for work. He just needs, you know, personal breaks and vacations. I mean, it really is ridiculous. These guys making $36 million for Kyrie, $47 million. I saw Westbrook. This guy took a $6 million pay cut, but he's still making massive amounts of money. And he just isn't worth it, and you know it. So I'm not going to deny that that Wall can fill it up and that he can score and he can do whatever he wants when he's healthy. If that guy's a starter on that team with Kawhi Leonard and PG-13, I mean, they're going to be, you know, tough to deal with. I mean, obviously they got talent on that team and they're a playoff quality caliber team. And I mean, John Wall, if he were to be able to play, no matter what kind of burn, if he was coming off at a bench or starting either or, that kind of scoring ability that he has in his hand, uh, obviously, it makes him even tougher. Uh, I think they're better than the Lakers. I'll give them that much. I mean, honestly, who would you rather have if it came down to uh, Westbrook or John Wall? I mean, it's a tough decision because 
You know, you can make fun of Westbrook all you want, but he still gets it done. He still plays his ass off. He still plays hard. He still scores 18. He still gets boards. He still drops dimes. I actually think, you know, we've certainly seen him play a lot more than Wall, but Wall, when he's good to go, can certainly put up numbers that are equal to or better than Westbrook. I mean... I just can't fathom how much both of them make, to be honest with you. The money that they got in their deals is just outstanding. Kudos to both of them for racking in the cash this late in their career at their ages. is crazy. I love watching the NBA and all the deals in the offseason. I can't get enough. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 